everybody, I'm Jody Vance, and this is First Glance with Jody Vance. Glad to have you along with us. Got to tell you, I'm a little bit nervous as well as excited about this next conversation we're going to have because I often say I'm not an expert about businesses or stocks, markets, but if there's one thing that confuses the hell out of me, it's Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And our next guest is going to help me come up to speed on what blockchain is all about. It's actually in the name, DMG Blockchain Blockchain Solutions, Inc., excuse me. Sheldon Bennett is the CEO, the COO, and the director, the man of many hats. Sheldon Bennett, welcome to the program. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for inviting me. Um, yes, I do have lots of titles, not, not by design, just by uh, circumstance. Um, I am the CEO, newly appointed. I've been in the role for a few months now. Uh, in the past, it was Dan Reisick, who was my partner that founded DMG with me. Uh, he's moved on to some other projects. Um, and in the past, I was the COO, and we just haven't had the time with how busy we are to, you know, recruit or, or move one of our employees into that role. So we're working on who will be the next COO of DMG. And uh, as a founder, I am, uh, you know, on the management side, I'm a director. Um, we have two management directors and three independent directors. So I kind of hold, I guess, three hats, director, yeah. CEO, and You're COO. Like flip, <laughs> flipping them off and on today. I'm just going to yeah. talk to you as the person behind the scenes, as I often say here on First Glance with Jody Vance. It is about informing all sorts of investors, perhaps people who have been saving up their money and looking for a place to put their mm-hmm. hard-earned cash to invest in something, but aren't, you know, they, I often use the term uh, expensive suits and pocket squares because there are people who are inside knowledge, not insider trading sense of the word, yeah. but insiders, like people who regularly talk in these terms and what have you. So if you don't mind, I'm going to need some layman's terms from you today for, for myself sure. and for the regular viewers of First Class with Jody Vance. So first and foremost, we got to tell the stock symbol, if you want to write it down, is DMGI. The company's name again is DMG Blockchain Solutions, Inc. And Basically, in doing my homework, you're a vertically integrated blockchain and cryptocurrency company. What do you do? <laughs> so <laughs> I like to explain it as we're kind of going after the model of what you might think of like an oil and gas company or mining company. Okay. So we look at sort of upstream, downstream. So we're both, you know, in the, the physical assets uh, as well as the virtual assets. So what does that mean? By vertically integrated, um, you know, an oil company will go out and explore and find oil. They'll drill it, they'll pump it out, they'll transport it, they'll refine it, and then they'll sell it to you as car fuel or whatever you may call it. So that's vertically integrated. They cover the whole gamut of their business. Right. And so DMG is the same way. We call it core and core plus. So core is our core assets that are physical assets. So that's you know our power assets. We own our own 85 megawatt substation in Christine Lake, BC. Um, one of the largest privately owned substations there is. Um, that asset, you know, allows us to have that much power for us to run all the servers. The servers then, you know, you know, generate the Bitcoin. And you'll probably ask me a lot of questions about that. So I won't go into too much. Um, and that asset, um, you know, then to get those Bitcoins out of that asset. So you have all these servers working, you need software. The yeah. software runs all of this. So the core plus is all the software platforms that we have. And we do them through a, um, a brand that we purchased out of Silicon Valley called Bloxier. We bought that a few years ago. And that brand and that technology there allows us to create pools, to create uh, data analytics software, to do um, all sorts of things around financial transactions. Um, and so we have these, these two parts to the company. So we like to think of it as, you know, a, a little bit of a loss for a Bitcoin miner just to make a Bitcoin because, you know, our core assets will make a Bitcoin. 
And, you know, Bitcoin is worth, you know, US 35, now $40,000. It's gone up quite a bit. It may cost us $8,000 to make that Bitcoin. So there's a, a great margin on that. Um, but eventually you sell it because um, you need cash to pay your power bills, to pay your employees, and, you know, eventually you need cash. Um, and so most crypto miners is they mine the Bitcoins, they put them on their balance sheet, and they sit in their treasury. And that yeah. helps the valuation because they've got this great asset on, on their balance sheet. But eventually they sell it and it's gone. Um, and, and they never touch it again. Um, whereas with DMG, we create the Bitcoins, we create the pools to help create Bitcoins, but then we get involved in the moving of Bitcoins around. And so as you move Bitcoins around the, the network, somebody buys it and sells it and these transactions happen. We, 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 cre we create Bitcoins, we sell them when we need to, but yeah. all those Bitcoins in that ecosystem, we try to continually interact with and provide services to, so we get continuous transaction fees. That is fantastic. You know what? Excellent explanation. Because you had mentioned the substation, the power station, the the privately owned, and it tweaks with me because Christina Lake, beautiful, just out of trail. I mean, what a great uh, yeah, area of the world. Oh my God. Um, but obviously beautiful British Columbia. We're talking about um, environmental. A lot of people tuning in uh, are discerning when it comes to what they invest in. And there are some sort of negative connotations associated with uh, blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I, I don't know what term I'm supposed to use. I'm yeah. still pretty yeah. novice at this, but there's a piece of, of DMG blockchain solutions Inc. that is probably a good news piece of the puzzle for those who are concerned about uh, the environmental impact. Yeah, I mean, we've announced this um, and we're working towards this, but even before Elon Musk and Michael Saylor started talking about uh, the issues around power and the power used in the Bitcoin blockchain, um, we had teamed up with Argo, another Bitcoin mining company, uh, and we looked at this issue already and said, you know, what as companies that believe in clean energy and doing the right thing and reporting properly should we be doing? Um, in, in terms of uh, our operations. And obviously, because energy is 90% of our operational costs in general as a Bitcoin miner, um, we, we really started looking at the energy we consume. Now, us being in BC, um, you know, we have 99% hydro, 100% hydro, depends on how you look at it, um, because they, they purchase a little bit from IPPs. But for, for DMG, you know, we're 100% renewable energy or, you know, close enough that we could never tell if we had some other energy in there. Um, so it's, it's not really a, an issue for us. The coins that we've been creating for our many years now are all sort of, um, you know, renewable energy coins. And so you don't have this issue of, you know, coal where people keep talking about the amount of coal in the Bitcoin ecosystem. And, and that sort of, um, our, you know, references back to this idea that China produces a lot of Bitcoins uh, as a large Bitcoin mining country. Um, there's a bit of a narrative in there between, you know, is China producing all their coins with coal versus the, um, you know, a lot of the people have, have come to understand and the information is getting out that, the, you know, a huge population of the Bitcoin miners in China are actually on hydropower. Really? And so some of the cheapest power, especially in the rainy season, comes from hydro dams. And so, you know, Bitcoin miners flock to low cost power. And, and so what we've been doing with TerraPool and what I've been sort of been telling people and, and helping people with. And, you know, a part of what we're doing on the TerraPool side is explaining that there is a lot of renewable energy already in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Um, it's just there's not a lot of talk about it and there hasn't been a lot of analysis around it. So it's, it's very easy to look at Bitcoin and say, hey, look at the network difficulty, which gives us an idea of the amount of power that's consumed and say, oh, this is bad. Um, there's a lot of power. If you're not a user and a believer in Bitcoin and you're not a user and a believer in the future of what money may look like, whether it's Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies or other ways you use this blockchain technology, 
um, then you say, well, this is a waste. Yeah. Um, you but get caught into those headlines, though. But exactly. But that's just it. It's a it's so, a it's a sexy clickbait headline that makes you go, oh, well, I got to stay away from that because, well, think, you know, think so of it this way. I mean, we're all in a digital age now. Um, yeah. Should we be making paper? You know, why are you looking at pulp mills and paper mills going, hey, why are you guys making so much paper? And what's the energy source you have for that? Is it coal? Is it renewable? Um, when you think about it from sort of a, a commercial point of view, you know, large pulp and paper, mining, uh, steel, all of these guys who use lots of power are all looking for cheap power, yeah. right? That's just a fact of business. But the cheapest power is renewable. So when you look at, you know, Kitimat, you know, they run off hydro, um, not, not because it's, you know, uh, by design, it's because hydropower becomes one of the cheapest powers there are. Solar power becomes one of the cheapest. Once you pay for those solar panels, you know, your, your, your CapEx, the OpEx or the cost to run it after you paid for it is minimal. Yeah. So Bitcoin miners are no different than any other industries, you know, whether it's steel or whether it's aluminum or whether it's pulp and paper, you know, we want secure infrastructure. We want uh, a good workforce. Um, we want a good strong supply chain so we can get what we need to operate. Um, and we want low cost power um, because that's one of the biggest inputs we have in our business. Um, now, because, you know, the attention on it, people are starting to talk more about our power and our power sources, which is a good thing. Um, and, you know, Bitcoin miners um, have always sort of had to deal with where they can find power. So we're sort of um, uh, due to our location and circumstances, Bitcoin miners did not create a coal plant in Montana right. and say, oh, we want to have you know, coal power in Montana. That coal plant was there 50 years ago. That's just all they have. That's what they use have. And, yeah. and put their capital into building Bitcoin mines. As education is growing and as infrastructure is changing in the new Biden government, you know, in the U.S. is pushing coal uh, out of, of, the, of the main mix and going after more renewables and more sustainable energy. You're going to see infrastructure changing. Funds will change what they want to invest in and the people will want different types of energy sources. And Bitcoin miners can have their part in that where they'll look at their capital and say, you know, if I have a choice um, of a new location or moving, let me try and find one where I can find renewable energy. Or if I can't, because I'm stuck somewhere, I put the infrastructure cost in and, you know, maybe we weren't thinking about it or, you know, it wasn't high on the agenda like as it is now. They can't always go and buy racks. So they can buy renewable energy credits to offset their, um, you know, sort of dirty energy or coal energy that's in the power they consume. They can also go to the utility or the power provider um, and ask them if they could supplement or purchase cleaner energy from clean energy sources. So they have different options in how they can manage the power uh, they consume. And this is a lot of what we do with TerraPool, our new pool, which is based on renewable energy, is, you know, we're letting people come in and join with renewable energy, but people that aren't on renewable energy are kind of not, not sure. We're letting them join from the point of view that they have to have a plan to move to renewable energy. And so we're working with them with RECs and with, you know, potential different locations or different things they can do to get cleaner power um, into their operations. So, you know, for DMG, you know, it's not just that we are interested in clean energy. Um, we're, we're blessed by the fact that we have a province full of clean energy. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that in their infrastructure um, and they shouldn't really be penalized for it so much as they should work together in, as an industry to try and find and, and spearhead cleaner energy in their operations. But it is something that does, you know, set DM, DMG apart a bit here, if I may, right? Like this is, if, if somebody's coming in and, and like myself, interested in it, has the money to invest in it, looking for some place to place it, if there's one that is 
a coal mine in Montana set up versus a cleaner energy operation and opportunity just, that might be different i didn't pick any particular company no i know i know oh is there one there. in montana on coal i don't know i, I just, thought you were i threw, it, I just threw it a name um for sure but anyways yeah i mean i mean if you look at dmg there's a there's a few reasons why we're an interesting company for a lot of investors tell me everything so, so one is um if you look at our company you know we have virtually no debt um you know pretty much zero we own our 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 main facility, Christina Lake, 100%. So it's a 30,000 square foot building, 33 acres of land, and our privately owned uh, substation. So you know a lot of Bitcoin miners don't own their assets; they are leasing them. There's a landlord in there somewhere, or that substation they get the power from is owned by a utility. So they're kind of you know up to the uh, whims of their landlords. So we have this power independence and security that we you know we really like, that's significant. and that's one yeah. of the reasons why we did that. And so, so you've got this idea that, you know, we can generate a lot of hash rate. We can generate a lot of coins. That makes us interesting. The, the, the software part, a lot of people understand. Um, when we bought Blocks here, or when we went public back in 2019, it was a data analytics company, and it was focused in on tracking Bitcoins. And so it had a project, uh, a software called Blocks Here Explorer, and nobody really thought about it that much, um, you know, in, in the Bitcoin mining world. Um, but we were looking at it uh, from a sort of a compliance point of view of, you know, as we grew as a business, we wanted to do the right things. And so when we found blocks here and how it tracked and labeled coins, we thought this is a really great tool. Um, and so over the, over the last few years, we've taken that tool. We've added in more labels. We've added a new product called Wallet Score that does real-time AML, so anti-money laundering. Uh, checks on wallets so we can actually label wallets and see where these you just said all of, hold on you just said all my favorite words in a row anti-money laundering yes so so the way blocks here works is it was free to use for many years for law enforcement around the world and we had over eight thousand users so besides law enforcement the fbi homeland security rcmp it doesn't matter people set up accounts as they were doing investigations they were tracking wallets and labeling them and so we had this data as well, we have our own, you know, dark web scrubbers and different techniques to get uh, wallet addresses and to be able to say, hey, this wallet is linked to this terrorist group or linked to this gambling site or linked to this, you know, KY, hacker, group. hacker yeah. group, yeah. you know, torrent site, whatever it may be. Yeah. And so we have all this data. And so what, what, what we can do, and Tesla's a great example with wallet score. If Tesla wants to sell a car and take Bitcoin, um, as they announced, now they've kind of retracted that a bit, but as they announced. He likes so what, to move the meter, you know. Yeah. Um, one of the things they'll do is like, if I wanted to go buy, you know, a Ford um, yeah. and I showed up with $50,000 to buy a Ford, um, they would say, fill out these forms. There's over $10,000 of cash. We need to know who you are, what's going yeah. on, all these yeah. things. Well, it's the same thing with wallet score. So Tesla, if they use our software, it's like somebody wants to give them a Bitcoin um, to buy a car, $35,000 US or whatever, forty some thousand dollars Canadian to buy a car, um, they, they, they throw in that wallet address and say, hey, can we do business with this wallet? Who are these people? What are the past transactions? It's like Have the FinTrack thing, right? From yeah. the point of view of any kind of blacklisted transactions or, or has, have their Bitcoins been involved in things that we probably don't want to be associated with. And that's wow. the anti-money laundering side of this. And so we, we took this um, old data from Bloxier Explorer and we created Bloxier Wallet Score. And so, you know, in real time, you know, police forces, exchanges, ATM companies, whatever they are, can look at the providence of coins and where they're coming from. And, and they can make a judgment on the data we give them of whether they want to do these transactions with these wallets. So it's quite, quite a powerful technology. And then what we did with that technology is we took it 
And we added in with our mine management technology and we created a Bitcoin mining pool. And so the first pool we created was something called Block Zero Pool. And we created this thing based on the fact that, you know, we were really interested in the coins that are generated and how they move around. We were really interested in all the laws and rules and regulations and making sure we do business the right way. Yeah. Um, and we were really interested in a lot of the issues that we had as a public company being audited with our auditors not being able to rely on data because virtually every pool out there is, you know, from Asia or, you know, part, other parts of the world where there's no sort of SOC 2 compliance, there's no regulatory framework, there's no like... Right. Is the pool doing the right thing? Um, and am I how reliable is the data that is? How being... reliable is the yeah. data? And yeah. so we created this with the idea: well, we're a public company, we're audited. The data we have to create will be SOC two compliant. Our auditor will review it all, make sure everybody's paid properly for their shares to the pool. Um, and we went out and we created this pool called Bloxier Pool, and we went to market it. And a company in the U.S. called Marathon, uh, which is the largest U.S. mining company. Uh, saw this, loved it, and said, "Hey, we'd like to uh, white label this. We'd like to make a Mara pool." We'd like to use all your technology and pay you like wow. fee and, and get this thing going for ourselves. And so we did that first pool with Marathon. We're onto our second pool now, which is uh, with Argo um, called Terra Pool, which is a clean energy pool focused in on clean energy um, and helping people move to clean energy. We're hoping to do a third pool. But what, what you're seeing in DMG is, you know, you can have exposure to a lot of companies that just do pure Bitcoin mining. And as I said, they make a Bitcoin and it sits on their balance sheet and eventually they sell it um, because they eventually need cash, right? Right. Um, and, and they do it once. Whereas we make that Bitcoin, but after that Bitcoin's made, um, we can work around and, 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 and manage it through our pool infrastructure. And so we can try and get more transactions fees by those pools moving around with the exchanges we work with. So as that's... Well, Oh, I just want to jump in there because just just it's great information, honestly, Sheldon. This is outstanding learning. I feel like I'm I'm in a in a college uh, lab here, getting all the four one one in a way that I can actually consume it. The fact is that it, the way this is landing with me is that the way DMG Blockchain Solutions Inc. is uh, generating revenue isn't simply make it and sell it. It's exactly. make it, sell it, move it, use it, keep it authenticate it, it track yeah. it, ensure that it's secure. Because that, I think, for me, a layman, uh, I'm not a Bitcoin or a blockchain user. What's the way to put that? Uh, because I don't understand the process from A to B. But the way you tell it, it's like, well, why wouldn't I jump into the pool? Why it's wouldn't we get into the pool? I mean, yeah, we all I mean, should step we, into we, that. We, we, we just recently did it. At, at first, we didn't think that people would be interested in it. But once we kind of looked at some of the issues of why, you know, North American companies would be interested in what we had to put into it um, yeah. on a governance compliance side, then it, it made perfect sense. And like I say, with DMG, we're really going after transaction fees. So, when, you know, a lot of your people are interested in, in stocks and, and buy and sell stocks. Just think of it, you know, what we're trying to do is get those transaction fees like your broker does or your right. broker house. It's a little universe. Yeah, a little universe where every Small time universe. somebody's buying and selling yeah. uh, Bitcoin, we're trying to get involved in that and oh, have that, was that buying and selling of Bitcoin happening in pools that we manage and run to ensure that it's all being done compliant and with clean energy. I love this. DMGI. I usually say the stock symbol four or five times in holy moly 20 minutes. This has gone by way too fast. Can you promise only, to come back and-, and It's only uh, 20 minutes. It feels like, it feels like a few, few seconds. I know. It's gone by really quickly, Sheldon. But I, we do this in bite-sized chunks. So you have to come back for a part two. Will sure. you promise? No problem. I, I, didn't even get to, I didn't even get to ask you about you or your team or the origin ah. stories. So I'm going to do all of that. But I got to tell you, DM, 
GI is the stock symbol. DMG Blockchain Solutions Inc. is the company. Sheldon Bennett is not just the CEO or the COO, also a director and founder. So give us the place people can go to find out more, maybe connect with you if they'd like more information. Yeah, and, you can go to our website, dmgblockchainsolutions.com. Um, in there, there's a form you can drop down and you know whatever you want to, whether it's an investor question, whether it's a product question, what service, anything you want, just click what you're interested in. It gets routed eventually through to the right person. Um, and yeah, we're, we're always around and we're always happy to have conversations. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to be as transparent as we can as a company. We've really upped our game on Twitter and Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and giving more and more information. Um, so please check us out on Twitter. Um, take a look at what we're up to. I'm giving out photos of what we're doing at the mine and we get information about our software um, all sorts of stuff that we're doing. Um, we're just kind of tweeting it out and saying, hey, look at, we did this today. Hey, we look at, we did that. So people have never seen a Bitcoin mine um, really like it because they're starting to understand like, what does this look like? I showed you a couple of pictures before we started this interview. And uh, if you've never seen one before, a lot of people it's cool. understand what we're doing. And when you can see the tangible, it makes it easier to understand as well. I think that's a big piece of this puzzle. You mentioned that you went public in 2019. It's 2021. We like to tell people that we feature here on First Class with Jody Vance companies that you're going to invest in and grow with and be long-term with. This is not a get in, get out quickie where people do feel sometimes that cryptocurrency and blockchain can be that. I mean, there are some people that maybe even years ago might have said you should take that out of your name. It's a there was thing. one person you're probably referring to when I was on, <laughs> I was on a, a panel in um, 2018 uh, with Chris. Um, and he said, you know, I think the whole blockchain thing's over. When are you going to remove the word blockchain from the title of DMG? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm never going to remove it because we're a blockchain company. And we believe in blockchain. We think it's here to stay. And if it's not here to stay, then I guess we're maybe we're done. But um over Anytime we can throw blockchain, in a little blockchain state, we're still here and uh, <laughs> got a trash talk. Chris Perry, he is the guru at Equity Chris, Guru, and yeah. yeah, and he's learned a lot. And he brought you to first class with Jody Vance, but he loves exactly. it when we, as uh, as uh, he would want me to say, take the piss, as he does, because that's Chris Perry, and yeah. that's being like that like I might be a little uptight by using that term instead of something a little stronger, but that's our, that's how we roll here at equity guru. And we have a good time on first class with Jody Vance and Sheldon Bennett. What a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, and again, this is going to be a series because you're going to be maybe my blockchain guru. You can educate me and Any our questions, viewers. Let me know. I mean, okay. whether it's Bitcoin mining, Bitcoin transactions, trading, DeFi, whatever you want to talk about, we'll try and explain the world of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin to everyone. You got to do some fun facts for me. I love that you've got the whole universe covered. Congratulations to you and your team on on what you've achieved to this point. And I look forward to speaking with you in the future. Great. Thank you, Jody. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.